Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from an interview with Dr. Paul Mason from our Lipedema and Keto Worldwide Summit held in 2019. Dr. Mason is a medical doctor who also has a degree in physiotherapy. He has an in-depth understanding of the latest science surrounding weight loss and nutrition and specializes in using a low-carbohydrate approach with his patients to achieve excellent results. In this excerpt, he talks about the possible relationship between autoimmune disease and lipedema. The job of the immune system is to identify a germ or an infection and then mount an attack against it, and it does that pretty well. And it creates these things called antibodies and it's got a few other mechanisms and it finds a germ, identifies a germ, destroys the germ and hopefully we stay healthy. But occasionally, these things which our immune system produces that should target a germ, they misidentify our healthy cells as foreign invaders. It's called an autoimmune attack, auto meaning self. So we end up with our immune system attacking cells of our own body. And that causes all kinds of badness. So you pick whatever cell of your body, whatever tissue type of your body, there's an autoimmune disease designed for it. The synovial lining of the joints, the thyroid gland, you can talk about the liver, you can talk about the skin, you can talk about the hair follicles. There's an autoimmune disease for every season. And one of the root causes of these autoimmune diseases relates back to gut health or what we call leaky gut or intestinal permeability. And because these autoimmune diseases are so, they manifest in so many different ways, I actually suspect a lot of what we're seeing with lipedema, some of these very varying symptoms. So I'm sure you guys have had patients, they come in and they describe pins and needles as a feature, numbness as a feature. They've got this, you know, a bit of this swelling. A lot of these features that are occasionally attributed to lipedema, I believe are actually evidence of other autoimmune disease, which can be associated with weight gain as well, with obesity and leaky gut. So if we're sort of, uh, let's talk about something called lectins, which is a content of certain plant foods that if you have leaky gut, that can trigger increased weight gain, and it can trigger these autoimmune symptoms, which might include pins and needles or numbness. So essentially, we've got a uh, plant foods can contain these proteins, which have the capacity to bind onto a carbohydrate, and they're called lectins, L-E-C-T-I-N-S. And certain plant foods have them in quite high concentrations, things like grains, and seeds and nightshade vegetables and sometimes even what we call a1 dairy can have a similar kind of effect and if we eat them and if they're able to cross the lining of our gut or our intestines and enter our body they can interact with our immune system in a way where they essentially trick the immune system to mount a reaction that will end up attacking our own body Now, we have to say, well, how can they cross the gut? So we've got a mucus lining that protects the lining of the gut. 
And when you have emulsifiers in foods, as you've just mentioned, that can thin the mucus layer and increase the passage of these carbohydrate binding proteins. If you have a lot of gluten in the diet, even if you're not celiac, just by having gluten in the diet, that can increase the uh, permeability of our intestine. It acts on something called tight junctions where these are proteins that hold the cells together side by side so nothing can pass. And gluten in everybody will loosen those tight junctions so things are more likely to pass through. And there's several other things like additives like nanoparticles, which you might see in some sweets or chewing gums, will do that. Exposure to pesticides will do that. Exposure to pollution will do that. So there's several things that will just weaken the barrier function of our intestines. And if we're ingesting these lectins at the same time because we're having a lot of grains or a lot of seeds or nightshade vegetables, they'll cross over into our circulation and interact with our immune system. And from there, our immune system will say it might start to attack a thyroid gland. And the reason for that is these lectins might be very, very similar to a glycoprotein that's on the outside of the normal thyroid cell. And because the body identifies the lectin as foreign, once it amounts an immune reaction against that, we have cross-reactivity, something we call molecular mimicry, where they look the same and it starts to knock out a thyroid gland. Now, in this situation, if we were you know, picking on the thyroid, with thyroid disease, we have something called pretibial myxedema, which is a particular kind of lumpy, bumpy swelling we have on the shins. And I'm sure you've heard that a lot of your patients with lipedema will describe that as well. So occasionally I've seen a patient who's been diagnosed with lipedema when I look at that and I say, I think that's pretibial myxedema. They're very difficult to tease apart. And I think oftentimes they're exactly the same. If you're having inflamed gut lining because you've irritated with these lectins, you might also have malabsorption of protein. Now, if you have malabsorption of protein, what that means is that if you gain weight, the skin will stretch too quickly. And because it's not able to generate new skin that requires protein to fill in the gaps, you'll end up with easy stretch mark formation. So we tend to see stretch marks forming in people most rapidly. They either have one, the most rapid weight gain, or two, they're relatively protein deficient. And if you have the combination of very rapid weight gain with relative protein deficiency, you're going to get the, the most prominent stretch marks of all. And easy bruising, which is another symptom that we often see in lipedema, is often also a symptom of relative protein deficiency. So there's some of these symptoms that we attribute to lipedema could actually be autoimmune. Thank you, Dr. Mason. That is excellent information. I know of quite a few of women with lipedema who also are diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. So this is excellent information to have. And thank you also to you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing. 